2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com and we are
3: back for El coast to coast our number three here on sports grid and sports grid radio carver high and joe lisi in for scotty Great to have everybody with us here. Of course, every Tuesday and Wednesday, you get the extended uh, version of the popular Sports Grid radio show, Carver and Lacey, that's me and Joe, uh, which airs weeknights at 8 p.m. East. Uh, one other thing on that, Joe, because I just wanted to look, that the vote actually was it was pretty close that year between Robert Griffin III and Andrew Luck. It was close in the total points. It wasn't close to the first place votes, and that's where he got them. Uh, But did you know, Joe, that five people that year voted LaMichael James from Oregon first for the Heisman? Five people uh, actually did do that. Well,
4: I mean, yeah, the the West West Coast love LaMichael James. Yeah, LaMichael James could never cut it with the San Francisco 49ers and in the NFL just had a very small body type, although... 10 years later, 12 years later, in today's NFL, he might have still been in the league because he can run it, he can catch it, and you're a very explosive player. I'll say this about RG3. He got the Heisman Trophy because he had three losses, but it was the upset win in Waco over Oklahoma. That was the game that really uh, catapulted him in regards to you know getting the Heisman over Andrew Luck that year. So it's incredible. <laughs> hey you know it's all subjective anyway we could go yeah, through sure. all the awards you know throughout the years remember the bo jackson and chuck long back in the day
3: sure sure you had uh, you had chuck that year uh, good ticket on him uh to win the heisman so just <laughs> un- <laughs> uh monty ball getting votes that year matt barkley case keenum kellen moore and russell wilson what a year for the Heisman Trophy uh, back in 2011, uh, that's for sure. We start week 15 uh, with Thursday night football in Vegas, Joe. Between the Chargers and the Raiders, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates from coast-to-coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159 and Sports Byline, great to have you with us. So week 15 starts in Vegas on Thursday night, although I'm sure – When they put this together back in April, Joe, and they were like, all right, we're going to have a Thursday night game in December, Chargers-Raiders, they played some good games over the past few years. Uh, We're going to have Justin Herbert in prime time. Uh, The Raiders are going to have Jimmy Garoppolo. It's going to be great. We're a long way from that, Joe, as it'll be Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell for Thursday night football. Wow, look out. Here is Brandon Staley. He still thinks uh, that things can be turned around. He thinks the guys, Joe, that they've brought in are the kind of guys that can build a winning program uh, with the Chargers. He's not going to be around to see that through. Here's Staley.
5: Every move that we've made since we've been here has been to try to join up with people that have those experiences that have accomplished Um the most in the nfl where you feel like hey they're going to give you what you're missing or they're going to have the example for people who maybe haven't seen it you know i think that all of our moves and you know free agents trades you know has been that in mind you know to try to you know teach these guys hey this is what a winner looks like this is what a championship looks guy. like this is what an all pro looks like this guy should um, be on HGTZ, but it's a process you know okay? and i think that's what's frustrating sometimes about competition sometimes it just doesn't happen exactly when you okay, want it to about how and you know this coaches, has been a, a tough sucks. year for us because we've been you know we've been right there but yeah, all we can continue to talking. do is um talking you know, keep bringing in guys like Khalil Mack that perform like Khalil Mack. Oh, guys like and, Khalil uh, Mack. There things it follow.
3: Yo, that, you need more Khalil
4: Mack. Cut what, him. That's Cut him. I, I, he's an absolute clown. He's a clown. He's dead to me. I'm betting the Raiders because Antonio Pierce has more... Uh, football acumen than than Brandon Staley. He is absolutely gutless, Carver. Alright? You got me to the point. The Chargers are absolutely dead to me. With Justin Herbert, they had no points. They were 0-3 on fourth downs with this clown calling the shots. His defense sucks. They don't tackle. They're not prepared. They should have fired his ass on Monday after that performance last week. Don't get me started. You got me hot. I'm gonna see you later. I, I hope I hope I have an opportunity to interview Brandon Stanley in the future. Whether he has a job with the Chargers or not, I still want to interview him. He's an absolute train wreck. He's a clown.
3: There you go. That's what happens when you cost Joe a ticket. You get the vitriol like that. Raiders no, minus three. Oh,
4: the vitriol. Here we go. And Raiders. A flat
3: Outright. 34. Flat 34. Um, these are two of the uh, actually, I think these are two of the f- five or six teams with the most unders in the nfl this year also joe uh so as much as we've had some fun with some exciting games in primetime for a change the last couple of weeks i got a feeling uh we're back to to snooze fest uh on thursday night this could be tough with easton stick and aiden o'connell at the helm what
4: i feel like taking the over just based off the performance you're, you're, i feel like we should
3: you really are. <laughs> Why? I mean, everything I th- points at the under. Everything points that these teams aren't going to score. Exactly. That's what everything points at. Well, here.
4: But, but, but you love trends, Carver. Wait a second. You love trends. We are on no, a four wrong. game here. Oh, you pick and choose the trends you like. I right? do. Only when they fit right. your narrative. Okay, when they That's fit right. my narrative, all of a sudden you beat them down with a billy club. You're like Teddy Roosevelt speak softly, but carry a big stick. I can't believe you. You're incredible.
3: I going to say I don't the every We're on a four-game four heater to the over. There's some that I don't. So that's that's it. That's how I operate, Joe. Why is that such a bad thing? Uh, you get me all hot anyway, now. I, you know we have a, uh, a triple header. Triple header on Saturday this week. Uh, we always love push all those uh, college bowl games on Saturday to the side because we do have a triple header in the NFL. Uh, and the middle game, Joe will have the Steelers and the Colts getting together in Indianapolis. Here's Mike Tomlin. Of course they lost on Thursday and uh, now they're in this log jam with, uh, you know, 20 teams at seven and six in the AFC Tomlin says the guys know what they have to do. I don't have to remind them that we're still in this thing. I think our
0: guys understand that I'm not necessarily looking for po- positive messages in an effort to, to, to build them up. Um, I'm probably taking the opposite approach and talking about how urgent, you know, these weeks and opportunities and games are um, because the road is getting narrow is a phrase that we like to use. And, and um, we're moving into the middle of December now. And so um, that's just a- acknowledging truth. Um, opportunities to establish your position. Um, these games are big. This one's big. Big for us and big for them.
3: Both teams are seven and six, Joe. Colts minus two and a half. Flat 42 right now in Indy.
4: I sorta of like the col I sorta of like the Colts with Gardner Minshew. I, they had one four straight and they lost to to Cincinnati. But do you have any confidence in that offense right now for Pittsburgh? Whether it be Pickett, Trubisky. I can't imagine. I don't understand why Tomlin is a was afraid to use Mason Rudolph in that situation last week. I mean, with the game on the line, you need I mean I mean come on. Carver, yeah.
3: come on. He was Trubisky's asked about terrible. it again yesterday, Joe. He was asked about it yesterday. I mean, have you thought about um, going to Mason at all? And, he, and again, he just went with a straight, nope. Uh, he just hasn't Why? had enough work Why? with our first team. and He hasn't done that. He refuses to play him, Joe. Refuses uh, to put him in there. But there's there's got to be a And it will be uh, Trubisky this week. Uh, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. We'll come back. A lot more to do. Sportsman, Sportsman Radio, right after
2: this
3: And we are back for El coast-to-coast Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. All right, Joe, few more uh, for this week, and then we have a lot of NBA to get into for tonight. Also, there's a few college basketball games. Nothing really great, but there are some big teams in action uh, against some cream puffs. We also have 10 hockey games tonight we'll get to as well. Uh, Lions, Joe, still in first in the NFC North, of course, but haven't looked great the last few weeks. Uh, Lost at home on Thanksgiving, lost last week uh, to the Bears on the road, got that big lead the week before in New Orleans and almost blew that game. Uh, Is Dan Campbell worried about his football team as we head down the stretch here? He says no. You don't always know when and why and what necessarily,
4: Um, but I know this, if you got the right guys, the right coaches, you'll find your way out of it. And The most important thing is that we don't we don't buy into the narrative um, that is not inside of our, our building.
3: He's nervous. Uh, there you go. Dan Campbell for you, Joe. He's nervous, uh, as he should be. He is also part of that Saturday triple header, the nightcap, which will be in Detroit where the Broncos will come in. So significant for both teams here. Lions minus five and a half, 47 and a half is the total. I'm sure you're going to go after Peyton and Russ again here, right, Joe?
4: Nah, uh, Carver, I do want to go after them. The line was four at the start of the week. I do want to take another shot. I want to take a shot. I mean, this is three straight road games for Denver, isn't it? I mean, this is, I mean, they got they got that one last week, and granted, Gutless Staley handed it to them, but this could be tough. Going to Detroit, I know Jared Goff has not looked well, But again, do we really think Denver's going to grind out another win? I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay the five and a half. The fact that the Lions are back home, Montgomery, Gibbs, I like their offensive balance, and I know Russ played well, but I'm going to lay it in this spot. I do like the over in this ballgame, Carver.
3: Yeah, look, uh, I think this is a nice bounce-back spot for the Lions, Joe. I I think they understand after what's happened in the last few weeks that – they need a big spot, primetime game, at home. You're right about Denver. It is the one thing. As well as they've played, this will be their third straight week hitting the streets. And, and that's tough. Uh, no matter how good you are, whether you're a good team, a bad team, or anything, going on the road three weeks in a row is very difficult. And on a short week as well. Remember that. This is a Saturday game instead of a Sunday. So as much as I've backed Russ and the crew lately, Joe – uh, I'm leaning lion here uh, for Saturday night. Should we uh, alt, alt it? Like to six go.
4: and a half, seven. 7? Well, I'm just right, well, saying. You're I mean, greedy. Why don't you be... go to
3: 9.5? You're so greedy. Why don't you go to 9.5 and a half? So greedy, go up that high? You like greedy. You think I, could get, plus, you think I
4: get at least 3? Can I get 3? You think plus 3.80 on that? Something like that? No. I, I mean, I, I think, think I no, that's
3: like, that. you're talking more like 13.5, uh, alternate up. Yeah, I got to get that for 9.5 you probably get a little over two to one maybe like yeah, maybe right uh, now uh, range like we'll check later for you Joe. Two we'll check yeah, later on right. for you. uh the <laughs> the ravens now uh, control the afc they are the number one seed they have 10 wins they're a game up on miami they play them in a few weeks uh, and we were talking about lamar jackson and how we think he's still a pretty good buy at six to one to win the mvp well john harbaugh also singing the praises of lamar jackson especially after that win over the rams
2: So probably one of his best days. I I just feel like Lamar, I think Lamar played one of the
4: best quarterback games yesterday that you can play, all in all. And he did it kind of the way he plays, you know. But he also did it very within the structure uh, initially and kind of throughout, but also with his flair outside of the structure and did it in a safe way. I mean, he
2: kept the ball protected. And uh, on a day like that, like you said, that was a really big deal.
3: Certainly was. Uh, They did a great job. They go on the road, Joe, this week to Jacksonville, They're three and a half point road favorites in this game. 43 and a half is the total. We know the deal with the Jaguars, Joe. They have been on the down. The Monday night loss to the Bengals. Then they lose in Cleveland. Lawrence does play, doesn't miss any time, but didn't look outstanding. Uh, What do we think here, Joe, with the Ravens on the road in Jacksonville?
4: Yeah, I, they played there, I believe, it was it last year or the year before where Jacksonville pushed them to the limit? And actually, yeah. Trevor Lawrence had a really good day that day. That's when Jacksonville was sort of trending, I believe. But, you know, I know Baltimore's the better team, and I know Jacksonville has not played well at home this year, right? They've played much better on the road than they have in Duval County. In this particular spot, catching three and a half, I think the Jaguars do bounce back. I think they win the ball game outright. I think the Ravens can be knocked off. I, I think the Rams exploited them last week in terms of the passing game and even a little bit in the run game as well. So this spot, I'm willing to back the Jaguars and potentially take them on the money line. I think it's an under. Wow,
3: the outright for Joe, huh? Outright. Joe's going outright for this one. Uh, Are we going Jags out there? Right I, th- I think I, I think they have to
4: get back County. to the Russian team. Strange Duval things happen in
3: Duval County. Duval. Uh, Duval County. Uh, the Bills. Uh, it was basically an afterthought that they won the game in Kansas City because of all the crying that Mahomes and Reed did to uh, basically make the focus about them and uh, the call that wasn't that bad, but they screamed about anyway. The Bills did win. They are now seven and six as well. Have a big game with the Cowboys this week. Dolphin lost last night, has them back in the mix. Sean McDermott proud of his team and the performance they put on on Sunday.
7: Yeah, Adam. I mean, our guys have been working really hard, and, and I know we haven't gotten all the all the results that we wanted to this point. But there's there's been lessons in every one of those games, right? And now we're getting into the part of the season where we use those lessons. Not that we weren't trying to before, but those lessons, we're using those. Uh, and the resiliency that that's built in our football team um to move us forward and um again when you can go into a, a place like arrowhead with that type of a crowd and and that type of environment and come out with a win that's a that's a that's a big challenge and, and our guys did that and I'm, and I'm so proud of them for it and um you know we move ahead to this week now that's where our focus has to be we've got to move ahead and and uh, got a very good opponent coming in here and um you know we've got to obviously put our time in it's going to be a big challenge for us but At home, it's been a few weeks since we've been home, and we're looking forward to being in front of our crowd again here.
3: A big game, Joe, no doubt. And I think that maybe that win in Arrowhead on Sunday could be the thing that starts to turn this season around uh, for the Buffalo. And in fact, Joe, you could almost point maybe the loss in Philly right before the bye is the thing that maybe started to turn the corner in the Bills' season. Now they win in Arrowhead. Now they have the Cowboys' end of a very tough stretch That they have had to go through against some of the best teams in the league bills minus two and a half joe uh and a very big total that has now reached into the 50s uh, as of right now 50 and a half weather looks good i was telling you earlier
4: Yeah I'm going to go to the under but I'll just say a couple of things about Sean McDermott one he needs to upgrade his computer Windows 10 was going around in the back background maybe that's why they've been a little inconsistent on offense I will say this in regards to Buffalo's offense playing at home they've started slow in Orchard Park so they can't be complacent against Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys they need to be aggressive need to score multiple times especially in the the first half they can't fall behind to the Cowboys by 10 or 13 points like they have against some of these other teams in, in terms of their house so that's the first thing they need to be aggressive I think they have the type of offense Josh Allen running the football and we talked about Dak Prescott and Dallas they can win in Arlington can't win on the road the fact that it's two and a half I'm inclined to lay it with the Bills
3: I think the line says Bills, Joe. I really think that it does, especially th- since I don't know. the run that the Cowboys have been on. Now, the Cowboys have started fast. As you just said, Joe, the Bills have to avoid getting down early in this game. Cowboys have been excellent in these first halves. They've been playing from front. They've been front running and then taking care of business in the second half. Bills need to come out, throw the first couple punches, Joe, and put the Cowboys on their heels a little bit on the road. All right, Pharrell Elkos- Coast. Host on a Tuesday. Carver, I, Joe, Lisi, in for Scotty, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. More to do. We're back after this.
2: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
6: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling.
3: And we are back for El coast to coast here on a Tuesday Carver high and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on sports grid and sports grid radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Uh, MGM has you ready for bowl season. That is right. College football. Bowl Pick'em Challenge. They're giving their online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $25,000 if they predict the most college football bowl games against the spread correctly out of all of their eligible users. You got to log into your BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Go to the Promotions tab on your account to access the College Football Bowl Pick'em Challenge. Complete and submit the entry, one entry per customer permitted. Customers do not need to make all their selections at once selections on games can be made up until kickoff for each game customers will have the opportunity to win up to twenty five thousand dollars if they predict the most college football bowl games against the spread correctly out of all the eligible users that is BetMGM's college football bowl pick'em challenge joe is already in for the college football uh, bowl, pick'em challenge challenges. He gets ready. We're going to, before we get out of here today, quickly run through, we'll quickly give you the numbers, Joe, today for those games on Saturday, there's six of them to kick off bowl season. And then tomorrow, maybe, uh, you can really uh, give me anything nitty gritty, uh, go a little bit deeper if you would like gritty. since it's the last time we'll have you, uh, <laughs> here on C to C before that begins I- NBA. Yes, go ahead, Joe. Tell All me right. first about uh, I was just going to say
4: pitch. it's a great uh, you bet MGM with the bowl challenge. Back on the trading floor, I, I hit a couple of bowl challenges. They had it back in the day, you know. Their own bowl challenges. So, just saying. They did. Back in the uh, day. Yeah,
3: that so, was. listen, I'm sure that you've uh, probably taken quite a few people uh in these bowl pick 'em pools uh in the past, Joe. So, everybody look out. Go for the two uh coming after you in the bowl pick 'em challenge. All right. NBA tonight. We have a few games, a few things from last night first, because it was a heavy night, Joe. Uh, Some thought that the Pacers would maybe have some trouble against the Pistons, who are completely gutless, just because they had a wild weekend in Vegas and lost that in-season tournament final to the Lakers. That did not happen, Joe. 131-123, it was a cover for the Pacers on the road. Magic took care of business against the Cavs. The Sixers beat the Wizards by, uh, get this, Joe, 45 45 points uh, they beat the Wizards by last night. Uh, Nuggets beat the Hawks 129-122. The Knicks at the Garden against the Raptors. You know who's gotten really hot for the Knicks lately, Joe? Julius Randle going off on MSG. We've had a few stretches in this game where the pace is good up and down and a few stretches where they've been like stuck in mud. Randle
6: goes
0: inside and throws it down! Julius Randle dominated! But
3: they call a technical foul on him. 34 points, Joe, for Randall last night. Uh, I believe he had 36 in that game against the Bucks last week. Uh, so Randall's been playing some pretty good ball right now.
4: No, he is. In the regular season, Julius Randle steps up. It's what happens if they make the playoffs. Can he carry this team to the second or even potentially uh, an Eastern Conference final? That is a problem. But New York Knicks have the potential to outscore teams. They haven't been as
3: consistent,
4: in my opinion, defensively. But Randle's potentially the best player on that team, Carver.
3: Uh, he certainly is, Joe. He's done a tremendous job uh, the last few weeks. Brunson's the best player on the team in my eyes, but whenever you can get Randall putting up 30-plus points, it is helpful. Rockets beat the Spurs 93-82. to 82. I-, I don't know if you were on the Bulls last night, Joe. Uh, I didn't really get to talk to you before tip. You weren't on yesterday on Coast to Coast, but the Bulls actually did cover a game for once. Now, they didn't win, but they did cover a game. They took the Bucks to overtime, 133-129. They lost, but they covered. Uh, we'll get to the Bulls in a moment. You can give me your thoughts then, because they're back on the card tonight. Pelicans beat the T-Wolves 121-107. A big night for Zion, 36, looking very strong on Bally Sports New Orleans.
6: All locked up with Nikhil. Zion to McDaniel. Zion
0: trying to get there on his way to the...
4: 35 now this is a tough shot because Jaden mcdaniels is a heck of a defender he's long
3: he's athletic and zion goes straight through him takes the contact and finishes off the glass there you go joe uh zion and i know there's been more stories this week about his weight uh, about how big he is about i mean it's he don't suck joe i mean that's for sure i mean when he's healthy and when he's on the court He's a force out there. Uh, I don't care how big he is. You're you're dropping 36. You're getting inside. You're pushing people around. That's something not a lot of other guys in today's NBA are capable of doing, Joe. Uh, And that's what makes him a force. (laughs)
4: absolutely Carver it's desire and focus with Zion Williamson right that is the biggest thing and you talk about the 36 points coming off what what did he shoot against the Lakers only seven shots in that ball yeah right I, I, yeah. I mean he only took seven shots I mean how, how do you go down with a tournament on the line and he only takes seven shots so I, I agree I mean granted Shaq was never a bodybuilder Shaq cares more about working out now in his 50s than he did did back then when he was with the Lakers and Orlando Magic so as long as you're a big body you're agile and you can shoot and take it to the take it to the rim that's all that anybody cares about for a big man so the fact that he's coming in he puts in 30 plus now can he continue in regards to that type of consistency that's the biggest thing with Zion right now feed the beast baby
3: Uh, other one that I have for you Joe is the uh, Kings and the Nets 131 118 all that mattered in this game was that it went over baby POINTS 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 this was my favorite one when we were going over the card yesterday Malik Monk uh, helping things out hitting threes all over the place on NBC Sports California seven point lead for Sacramento Monk with a quick three
0: it's all about the rhythm tonight looked
3: at his wrist and said I got time
0: when it's an Ellis check-in one more look just watch malik monk step
3: into that what's your beef with malik monk joe you shake your head every time i play a malik monk highlighter bring the guy up now what's your beef with him i mean i put him into parlay with us a couple weeks ago he hit for us uh what, what's your gripe with him
4: you know the gripe. Every time I bet him I lose money. That's it. Every time I bet Malik Monk, if I the next game tonight, tomorrow, I bet Malik Monk I'm a dead loser. It doesn't matter. Points, rebounds, assists, threes. I bet him for threes all last year. He didn't win me one ticket. Now the guy's burying like Steph Curry. I mean, what are we doing here? He's like an old he's like old school, Glenn Rice. He's just training nothing but net it's amazing yep, uh, and you know that too <laughs> you know that i have a thing with malik monk you put in stanley and you put malik monk clips in you well, do it to, even to I... stir the pot
3: uh, we're not trying to do that at all joe that's not what we're trying to do uh all right tonight uh we have five games in the nba a lot of teams played last night so we have several back-to-backs uh going on tonight but a few teams joe that are fresh Uh, And didn't play last night. One of those is the Celtics. They're 16 and five. Eleven and a half with the Cavs coming into town. I told you before the Cavs last night lost in Orlando to the Magic. So a very heavy number here for Boston Uh, as well, Joe. With the total uh, at two twenty four and a half.
4: Yeah. Well, let me just say I'm seeing the board very clear today, Carver. This Uh, is part of my double. Now, this is part of my. This is part of my double. This is part of my double diamond catalytic converter diamond package for, for Tuesday night NBA plays. I love the Boston Celtics laying the 11-and-a-half, 12. I wow. think they absolutely smack Cleveland. Ooh. Everybody yeah, – Cle- Boston hasn't been playing consistent. They've been hearing the Lakers and the Pacers and the tournament. They bowed out early. Now it's their time to shine. They smack the Cavaliers tonight. Lay, I'm gonna lay. That? I'm gonna lay it. I,
3: How about you that? You usually don't lay lumber like that in the NBA, Joe. I'm very surprised uh, that you're gonna lay the 11. We're gonna lay it. Uh, you are gonna lay it with the Celtics tonight oh, uh, in that spot. The Lakers are playing for the first time since winning the season tournament on Saturday night in Vegas. They are in Dallas against the Mavericks, who won last night. Lakers minus three and a half, two thirty-one and a half is the total. I know that they had put Joe uh they're gonna get Kyrie back they get tim hardaway jr back but i did see that they had thrown luca up on the list for today in terms of questionable after last night playing on the back-to-back i'll try joe for a moment uh to see if that has been upgraded let me know what you think here tonight with the mavs and the lakers
4: well this is part of my crypto power play package underdog special of the night I love Luca plus the four and a half points in this ballgame LeBron and the Lakers won the tournament they care more about a midseason tournament than they do an NBA title this is the game where ad gets about two rebounds six points and LeBron could care less about playing defense give me the Mavs plus the four and they probably win it outright Carver underdog special Uh, of the night now
3: now look I'll say this Joe. they still have him listed as questionable for right now you need to know if he's playing in that game. Kyrie's out actually. Mafia just told me from what I, what he was seeing. I yeah, know there was some thought that out, maybe they'd get Kyrie listed. uh back in there for tonight, but uh that's right. Officially out for Kyrie Irving. So there you go there. Hardaway Jr. not questionable. I know what Davis was saying earlier uh Dropping that was an hour like ago. Twice. That's how fast it changes, Joe. An hour an hour or two ago he was possibly giving it a go. Now he's out. If Luka's not in, Joe, you, that's not your play. You're not playing that game if Luca's not playing. You got to get confirmation. But they have him
4: listed. I just checked it ten minutes ago. He's got a total
3: of 32 and a half I know they I have mean, him listed, but he's on the report as all right, questionable. So, all all just right, so make let me sure just say plays. this.
4: If if Luca plays, the underdog special of the night is the Mavericks.
3: The Nuggets are in Chicago against the Bulls. Uh, Seven and a half for Denver here on the road. Both teams played last night. Two-eighteen and a half. This total's gone down uh, a little bit here, Joe. Uh, I saw Malone, as Davis was telling me earlier, and I did see it, Malone saying how he needs to get. We'll come back and do this one, Joe, because I want to get your thoughts about Joker wanting to build his confidence, et cetera. I'm sure you're going to be on the Bulls. Pharrell, coast to coast. We're back on the grid right after this. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody here. All right, Joe, let's pick it up. Denver and Chicago, Bulls and Nuggets tonight, minus 7.5 for the Nuggets, 218.5 is the total. Bulls covered last night against Milwaukee. Please, Joe, don't tell me you think they're going to cover two nights in a row.
4: Why not? The number's right. They step up against the better teams on the schedule. Joker and Denver coming to town. Are you kidding me? I love the Bulls tonight. I think they cover Carver. Could I get Could I get DeRozan to 25? Or uh, I want to take him for 30 tonight. I have a feeling DeRozan's the guy. Can we get DeRozan to 30 tonight? And I know what you're gonna say. How many times has he done it over the course of the season? Zero. I just zero. I, no zero. So the kid's hot. The kid wants it. He wants to go toe to toe with Joker tonight.
3: Zero, Joe. Uh zero is how many times, isn't it? Uh, like let, let's be real here. I mean, how many times to- I told you this the other day it was zero. I'm sure that it hasn't changed since then, right? Uh last night he oh, had what the he 41. Do last- there you go. Last oh, night he had okay. 41. Okay.
4: All right. So, what are you talking about? The kids on fire. He drained First in threes all, all over the
3: place. First time all year he got over 30. Was last night. So he's kind so You want to go mad. back? Why do you? Why hey, do you want to step ahead. on him? The guy's doing well. Teams, teams are complete money burn. You want to continue to burn it? Throw another log on the fire, Joe. Throw another log. You know on what? The fire. You're
4: upsetting me. Bulls plus the seven and a half, and DeRozan thirty plus, and I might even throw in the threes. All right, just War- for you.
3: Warriors are in Phoenix against the Suns. Suns minus one and a half, two thirty one and a half. No Durant. For Phoenix tonight, Uh, Beal is back, but it's on a little bit of a limited basis, Joe. Probably only going to play 25, 26 minutes.
4: Uh, I'm taking the Warriors, and I'm taking the over, and here's another thing, Carver. I already play. Here's something. Steph Curry, his total tonight, four and a half threes. It's heavily juiced. Why go, if you like it at four and a half, you got to love it at six. Six plus threes, tonight's the night. He might drain 10 threes in this ball game Without Durant, without Beal coming, uh, no, nah, come on. I'm telling you.
3: Big Clippers night for have, Steph. Uh, the Kings in town at the Crypto tonight. Uh, Kings and the Clippers, minus 3.5 for Los Angeles. Well, 236.5 is the total. Um, both teams played last night. Both teams won last night. Joe, I am on the Kings uh here tonight with the three and a half.
4: There's one thing I know. When the Kings play, I play the over, but I'm also taking Kawhi. Big night last night, 25 and a half point number. Kawhi for 30. Kawhi for 30, Carver. That's it. Part of the He's pass. Uh, three control. of the last four. Catalytic convert
3: what? Three of the last four games he's gotten it, right? I told you. He's only exactly. five times this year, the but three of his last right. four. The- the cap is right right. you
4: always bash the cap is right got guys that are coming off the mat they're finally showing up
3: could be uh probably not the same amount of minutes for him they had to play all the way to the end they got a little bit of a push from portland last night uh be careful joe with that we'll see how much he's actually in the game uh going forward or or if it's a blowout too Uh, that's because he'll be the first guy out with how what, what, uh, many what, minutes what, he's played? year. Why, this why
4: do these stars need load management? I work seven days a well, week on the network. I'm over fifty. I, I don't, don't need any load management.
3: Why? Why? I think it's. Why? I think it's a major accomplishment that he's played in every game this year. But if you look, they find spots where yes, he plays, but he only plays twenty or twenty-five minutes uh, as opposed to a full load. So. You never know what you're going to get, Joe, uh, with that. But he's hot right now. Uh, he's he's dropped 40 and 30-plus in his last two games. So uh, I'm sure that you're going to get in at the right side. There you go, NBA tonight. Five games for us. Quickly, Joe, college football, and we'll do uh, a heavier look at some of this stuff tomorrow. I did want to give you uh, odds to win the college football playoff, the line movement from last week when these were announced to where it is now. Michigan from 170 to 185. Alabama has not moved at 190. Texas from 310 to 280. Washington from 7 to 725. The movement as we still have a few weeks to go before we get to these games.
4: Well, I I went on record, and I'm not going to back down for the big games now. I I like Washington with Michael Pinnock's catching the four. I think they win the ball game outright. I just think in terms of a matchup type of situation, Washington's offense can exploit Texas's secondary over the top. And I think their defense is a little bit underrated as it relates to the corners. So I like plus 725 for at least Washington to get through Texas and have a shot at a national championship, and I'm going to say this right now. I know uh, I know it's a one one and a half point spread but I like Michigan I think from a a defensive perspective they can match up with and contain Jalen Milrow a cause of concern for Alabama this year has been the offensive line 38 39 sacks allowed in the regular season that is a huge cause of concern and the fact that they were running the football not as consistent as they did last year with Jason McClellan and, and Jameer Gibbs five and a half yards per carry last year. This year, in the area of about four and a half to four point eight, it's slightly lower. That's a cause of concern. I'm going to take Michigan in terms of the semifinals. They finally get it done and move on to a potential national championship.
3: I said it. Alabama and you. Washington for it. me right now. Joe. Alabama and Washington for me. Good. Uh, We're right going to go now, like head moment. to
4: head with Alabama and Michigan. Good. Michigan. We're definitely going to go head to head
3: game. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going against Nick. Uh, We get this far. He's going to take it the whole way home. Uh, Here's Saturday's game. St. Nick, baby. Bring it home. St. Nick. I used to try to go after him, Joe. Not anymore. I'm in the same boat as him now. I'm going to ride him all the way to the finish line. Saturday, we have a bunch of bowl games that will kick off bowl season. Uh, Quickly, Joe, the numbers for these. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia Southern and Ohio. Right now, Georgia Southern minus the three and a half. 48 and a half is the total. You also, Joe, are going to have the New Orleans Bowl. Like I said, tomorrow I'll stop on these, Joe, one by one, and you can give me a little bit of a deeper look. Today I'm just going to give you the numbers. New Orleans Bowl, Jacksonville State, and the Ragin' Cajuns. Right now Jacksonville State, uh, the favorite, that's down to three. Miami of Ohio and App State are at the uh, uh, Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Yes, Joe, uh, the Cure Bowl there uh, for Miami of Ohio and App State, New Mexico State, and Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl. New Mexico State with Jerry Kill right now, the favorites. UCLA and Boise State in the L.A. Bowl. That's at SoFi. UCLA, the favorite. And Cal and Texas Tech, Independence Bowl, Joey McGuire and the crew, minus two and a half against the Bears on Saturday night.
4: So, I'll say this. I like the total in Georgia Southern with Clay Helton there. I think that's the potential for that offense. Very balanced. They could get through that total in regards to that ball game. Miami-O and Martin, all they do is cover as dogs. Going up against Appalachian State. I know App State has played in the Cure Bowl before, but again, and they've had success. But I like Miami-O in terms of that matchup. I like Jacksonville State. Richrod has done a fantastic job laying three in terms of that matchup, if we're talking favorites, how can't you like Jacksonville State? They're going to be hungry in terms of that ball game. I can't go against Joey McGuire. He had his bowl bowl team ready last year. They kicked the snot out of Ole Miss last year. They ran it right down their throats. And guess what? Taj Brooks coming back to Lubbock, one of the best, if not the best, running back in all of college football. With Ali Gordon, the physicality of the offensive line. Justin Wilcox is dead man walking. Texas Tech rolls, rolls, lay it, Joey. Red Raiders, bang, bang, bang. They're going to boat race Cal in that ball game. They call for a boat
3: race him. Yeah, I'm on Cal. Uh, in that game, uh, uh, I've watched. Uh, yeah, you, I've see, watched, you gotta do I've watched me. what God. Texas Tech has done to you, okay, you're all old. year long, uh, and I yeah. am not going to get on board with that. Good. Uh, Cal, good, finished I know the season strong, finished strong to get into a bowl game with that win over UCLA. A strong finish. Those are the teams, Joe. Uh, you know, and, and tomorrow I'll also give you the laundry list of guys who aren't going to play in these games, because that, of course, is significant as well. Uh, Riley Leonard made it official today. He goes from Duke to Notre Dame, and I think I heard you say that Tyler Van Dyke makes it official going from Miami to Wisconsin as the quarterback musical chairs continue uh, around the country
4: yeah because Tanner mordecai had great success with with luke fickle and phil longo last year right so tyler van I couldn't cut it in south beach he's gonna cut it in camp randall with 30 degree weather in december get real tyler i mean come on are we serious now it's amazing and i just said great pickup for notre dame riley leonard he's a dual threat rpo what are you gonna get though is this 93 again for marcus freeman I mean, it's amazing you had Sam Hartman. You, you limped to the finish well, line. You should have been a college well they, football playoff contender with him.
3: Yeah, well, they weren't. Uh, the coach is the problem there, Joe. But I'll say this: I like this route better for Notre Dame than trying to recruit a quarterback because they suck at that. Uh, they they can't recruit quarterbacks yeah, well. there. So I like that they let somebody else develop quarterbacks now. And in this new day and age of NIL and the portal, they can then just go and pay for someone else to develop a quarterback and then bring him in. I think it's a nice move. And here's another key, Joe, whereas Hartman was always going to be it's one and out. There's no room for growth. uh, Can't come back and maybe get a little bit better with him, knowing the system. Riley Leonard has multiple years of eligibility left. So he can go to Notre Dame, maybe Joe, and build something, not just in year one, but maybe in a second year in South Bend. And maybe that's the year where we're talking about Notre Dame. But remember, with 12 teams now, Joe, next year, that makes it a lot easier for the irish uh, as well uh, to find their does, way well, the, into look, the college football well,
4: I'm, I'm glad you said that though carver <laughs> but but let me just say this you're absolutely right if if marcus freeman can't make the playoff yeah. with riley leonard and that team that's that's a problem because it's have, not four anymore. Brian Kelly took no. them to two. He's got to get them. They don't get there. There's going to be issues in, ter- in regards to Marcus Freeman big picture because now there's no excuse.
3: How about this too, Joe? First game of the season, Riley Leonard against his old coach, Elko, Notre Dame and Texas A&M uh, to start the year next year. So two go- it's a great know, they game. know each other very well. Uh will be a good great one, that's game. for sure. Quickly, Joe, one minute to go. Uh, college basketball there's not great games uh ranked versus ranked tonight uh you do have games like uh Hofstra visiting Duke uh Monmouth and Seton Hall uh tradition unlike any other Oral Roberts and Texas Tech California Baptist and Oregon uh Joe anything on the board here tonight I kind of like Hofstra's not a bad squad Joe Maybe there's a chance uh, with all that lumber down in Duke that maybe they could just squeak by on that big number.
4: I would say, and I can't bet it. Well, actually, I can. I'm in New York now. Mammoth against yes. Seton Hall. The kids, the kids from West Long Branch tend to step up every now and then. So give me, Mama. I'll throw a favorite out there. We were talking, I was talking to our great vice president of content, Greg Sussman, laying 22. 22 with the Terps tonight.
3: Wow. Double digits, double deuce uh, for the Terps there uh, in College Rack. Uh, Joe, tremendous job as always. I will come back and uh, we've got hockey uh, tonight. That's right. Ten games on the ice. We will do that before we get out of here today. Pharrell coast to coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid. Sports Grid Radio. We will come back and wrap this puppy up right after this. and we are back for el coast to coast here on a tuesday carver high in for scotty on sports grid and sports grid radio great to have you with us here all right before we get out of here i want to go back quickly to the dallas game tonight with the lakers we do have uh some official word on some things uh luca is in tonight for the mavs of course he was listed as questionable earlier in the day that moves the line now to two for the mavs and the lakers tonight Kyrie's out I, I know there was some talk maybe he was coming back. He's got the right heel contusion. He was wearing a boot and using crutches, Jason Kidd just told the media. There's no definitive timetable when Kyrie back. Kyrie ain't playing anytime soon. So we could keep Kyrie out of the minds. Uh, of the Dallas Mavericks. That sounds like that is going to be uh, some time for him. Hockey tonight, 10 games. Leafs are at the Garden against the Rangers. They lost at the horse track last night, tied the game with under 10 seconds to go. Islanders won it uh, in OT with Bo Horvat. Tonight, the Rangers are minus 175. Totals a flat six. I like the over there. Hurricanes are in Ottawa against the Sens. Uh, Hurricanes minus 135. Penguins are minus 190 against the Coyotes, who looked awful in Buffalo last night. We have the Red Wings and the Blues as well in St. Louis. Red Wings plus a buck twenty with a six and a half total. Flyers and the Predators in Nashville, minus one forty-five for the Preds. Kind of like the Flyers on the road there. Blackhawks and Oilers, we talked about it with Gabe earlier. Bedard and McDavid for the first time. Over, it's a flat 7 at plus 105 there. Probably both of them to score as well. Lightning are in Vancouver against the Canucks. Lots of late-night games here. Calgary is in Vegas against the Knights. I like the minus 1.5 plus 120. Panthers are in Seattle against the Kraken and the Jets. Real late-night, Ten forty East face-off at the Shark Tank against San Jose, minus two bills for the Jets. Give me the Sharks at home, plus the 165, as they've been getting some things done there lately. All right, great job by everybody. Mafia and the crew, Joe Lisi, Gabe Morenci, Davis, Matic, Mike DeCorsi. Tremendous uh, as always. Uh, game times, decisions is next. We will back here tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Carver eye for Scotty Pharrell Coast to Coast, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Cash some tickets. Have a great night. See you tomorrow.